Welcome to How Now, the podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. And here's your host, Kim Martin Raymond. Peace and blessings, love and light. And welcome to this edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. I am your host, Kim Martin Raymond. I'm a minister, spiritual life coach, author, and founder of Redefining You LLC, where I help my clients to realign themselves, mind, body, and spirit. And welcome to another edition of the show. If this is your first time listening to the How Now podcast, Welcome to the How Now family. You can check out our show at www.hownowpodcast.com and you can click on the link to like, follow, and share, leave comments, or you can click on the banner and go to the How Now YouTube channel where you can catch some of my shows in review. And you can also click the subscribe button to find out when my show airs every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, that's www.hownowpodcast.com. Dot com. So let's get into today's show. We have been talking this season, and this is season two, we've been talking about wellness journeys, and we've been talking about different aspects of wellness. We know that, that it incorporates spiritual wellness, and it, it, it incorporates mental wellness, and it also incorporates I mean, physical wellness, you know, and a lot of us have been getting our beach bodies together for the summer. And I've been seeing a lot of people as I've been traveling uh, across the country, seeing people running out there and, and, and with their fit bodies, everybody's been looking good. And I'm just like, okay. And then I've also been seeing people snacking on, you know, wonderful sweet treats, ice creams, and all kinds of frosted drinks and all kinds of non-alcoholic and alcoholic beverages. People have been indulging, including myself. And so, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, we, we say we're ready or we, we've gotten ourselves ready for the summer. And then as the summer ends and we've indulged a little bit, we start getting a little fluffy and we say, oh, you know, that's just our winter body. We need to have a little bit more on our bodies for, for, for the winter so we're not cold. But we don't want that to be the case. We know that, that our wellness journey is a lifestyle and it's something that should continue throughout the year. So we want to stay on course and we want to talk about the best ways to do that. And my guest today is going to help me to do just that. She is a dear, dear friend of mine. She is uh, my newest coach. In, my, in this second portion of my wellness journey, you know, we've been talking about that. And, uh, you know, I am now 61 pounds in. Yes, I am excited about that. And, you know, I want to continue in, in the fold. And so, you know, my guest is going to come and talk to us about that. And of course, as is customary with the How Now podcast, I'm going to have her to introduce herself at this time. Hello. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited and humbled to be here. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share. Uh, my name is Carly Grinner. I am a board certified behavior analyst and I have a master's degree in sports psychology. So that is basically a fancy way of saying I am an expert at changing behavior and helping people get the results they want. So today I'm going to talk to you about the Simple Fat Burn program, which is the program that Kim is actually getting certified to be a coach in, and I'm yeah. so excited. She is sailing through this program and just doing so amazing. Mm -hmm. And as she said, it's more than just a weight loss physical transformation. It is a spiritual and mental transformation. And nothing brings me more joy than to see my clients and future coaches really understanding that, getting it, and just sailing through and making massive progress. Absolutely. So thank you so much for absolutely. having me. Absolutely. And of course, we would be remiss not to give a shout out to the absolutely beautiful, and I have our book here, Catherine Marshall, who is the author of Simple Fat Burning. And uh, you know, we just want to give her a shout out because she is an instrumental part of this program. She is the founder of the program. And I mean, it's just been wonderful to to be able to be a part of this journey and of this aspect of my journey but of course before we start talking about the, about the program let's talk a little bit about your personal journey and how you came about you know being a part of this simple fat burn program yeah, so this is actually one of my favorite stories to tell. And we all like to talk about ourselves but <laughs> this is one of my favorite stories to tell because 
I am so fortunate to be one of the biggest success stories to come out of Simple Fat Burn. So I was approaching my 30s. I was always an athlete through high school. And then, you know, college came around. I worked at the wellness center. So I was still involved in wellness. I was a supervisor at the wellness center. But, you know, college creeps in. They always say the freshman 15. And you just develop some bad habits. And, you know, going into my 20s, I think a lot of people can relate. I was working so many hours, especially people coming out of college in the last 10 to 15 years, really understanding that when you get out of college, it's not like it used to be 20, 30 years ago, where you just fall into your dream job. And then you're just kind of there. Uh, That was not the case. I was working so many jobs, just trying to make ends meet. And so my physical, mental and spiritual health just kind of went by the wayside. And I was so fortunate. I was able to watch and um, really witness my dad lose 200 pounds wow. in the simple fat burn plan. Wow. And after he did it, which, you know, I think that is one of the most wildly successful stories. Wow. He did it in just 15 months. Wow. And mm-hmm. so being able to witness that um, and then learning his why, his why was he wanted to be a good example for me because he saw the unhealthy habits I was developing. And just to be to ha- to be so fortunate to have a parent that cared that much to set the example. And so I came in right behind him and I was able to lose 113 pounds in just eight months and three days. Wow. And, you know, it was just such a cool transformation because mm-hmm. for me, And I did an interview right after I hit goal weight and it was like, you know, what was the biggest transformation? And you know, 113 pounds is amazing. Yes, That's a lot of weight to lose. However, it wasn't that that really got me. It was the mental transformation Mm -hmm. and the spiritual transformation that I underwent. And it was just being able to look back and say, wow, I did that. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'm going to own that. Right. Because that's amazing. And then now getting to share that you know, getting certified as a simple fat burn coach and now becoming the lead coach in the simple fat burn program. It's been beyond my wildest dreams, what could have come out of it. And so Mm -hmm. I'm just so fortunate that I get to give back on such a large scale. So, and like you said, Catherine Marshall, I, I always say this, and I mean this in the truest, purest sense, I can say simple fat burn saved my life in so many more ways than just one. Yes. And that is awesome. And it's a wonderful story that you share. And it's one that hundreds have shared, you know, have your dad to, to set that example to lose 200 pounds is amazing. That is incredible. And then for you, like you said, to come behind him and lose 113 pounds. I mean, and in eight months, just like what in the world? You know, it, it, you know, everybody's always looking for for a fast way or a microwave way to get things done. Everybody's looking for that quick fix. And it is a lifestyle change. And and one thing I think that's important for people to remember, and, and I had to remember this myself, is when you reach goal weight, you know, it, it's not like you go, okay, so now I can stop and go back to eating the way I, I did. No, you, you've made a transformation. And now that's something that has to continue. And so now you have to start asking yourself about, okay, how do I go about maintaining this? So there's so much more mentally that you have to be prepared for besides just getting to go weight. But the one thing I want to do first is I want to back up a little bit because one thing that, that I think uh, we need to remember is, you know, as children, we ate at a certain time. Our parents fed us breakfast. Then we had lunch at school. Then, you know, we had dinner with our parents and, and, you know, we were so used to, to someone else setting the time for when we eat. And that's why when we see people getting into their 20s and getting into their 30s and you start to have to be in control of when you eat, it's not as structured anymore. So you're eating on the fly. And just like you said, you're becoming so busy with your studies or with extra jobs and extracurricular activities that that's where we start to fall off at because we're no longer eating on the schedule that we were eating on before. And so that's where a lot of us see that that weight gain. We've lost that structure that we had as children. And nowadays, I mean, childhood is different. It's not even our childhood is even the same. So we're having that's why we're seeing so many obese children now, because children aren't eating at the same time that they're supposed to be eating. And they're not eating the balanced meals that were being provided when we were kids. So, you know, it's amazing to see 
how how lifestyle is different and how our lifestyle and 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 how our wellness journey has changed over the years because of that simple fact. And so, you know, it's it's just amazing to to be able to get to a point where you know, you've had the significant weight loss and and you've learned some things and and that's the point that I want to get to next. It's the education. Because it's not just someone telling you, all right, this is what you need to eat and this is how you need to do it. There there is definitely a science behind it. And so talk a little bit about, you know, the the process of of educating ourselves as, as a part of our wellness journey. Absolutely. I think that's the key piece that a lot of people miss when they're on a weight loss journey because they follow a specific plan and they say, oh, wow, I'm seeing so much success. But then when you kind of deviate or you kind of get, you get off that plan because you've reached, like you said, you've reached your goal weight. It's not about, you have to create the new habits. And so understanding and getting with someone who gets it, who's been there before, you know, and understands what ingredients are going into everything. And Mm -hmm. we live in a day, like you said, the, the obesity epidemic is just ever growing. Mm -hmm. And it's because there's so many processed and packaged foods that are marketed as healthy. And yeah, they might help you lose a couple pounds, Mm -hmm. but is it truly going to benefit the internal health journey? And so understanding, you know, what's going into your food and, and where all of that's coming from and how it works together to really decrease the inflammation because that internal inflammation is what we're really trying to combat. That's where so many underlying diseases come from. And that's why you see so many people, we've heard the term skinny fat and, you know, where people might not necessarily have a weight problem necessarily, but they have an internal inflammation problem, which leads to all of those things. And it's because they're not educated on what foods are going into their bodies. They just don't, they simply don't know. And there's so many, and you've heard me get on this soapbox before, but you know, they, there's all these companies out there that market all these health products and everything. But if you really take a step back and look at it, you're like, oh my gosh, this is not, it's a glorified candy bar. Right. Or, you know, there's so many chemicals in here or, you know, whatever the case may be. And it's just simply not healthy. And so people get frustrated because they think they're making a good choice, but then it's leading to either no weight loss or still underlying health problems or whatever. Right. You see, and I think about that because before I came on board with um, Simple Fat Burn, the, the thing that I, I mean, I had a, a point where I had four months where the scale just was not moving. I was in a plateau or it was moving and it was just up and down, up and down, up and down, up, you know, and I was just like, oh, it's not moving. Now, at that time, I could have just walked away and been like, you know what, just forget it. But at that point, I had lost a significant amount of weight and I was like, no, I'm not ready to give up, but I know I need to do something different because something isn't working. I've gotten to this point of plateau and I don't want to go backwards. I want to push through this. And even though it's been four months and I was continuing to do some of the things that I was doing, the the one thing that I had to remind myself of is that, you know, you can't keep doing the same thing and expect the same result. So I couldn't keep doing the same exercise and eating the same thing the same way I was doing it because my body, which is, is just such a complex system, you know, my body was like, okay, well, we, we, we've been here. We've done this already. So you're not doing anything different. So we're just going to, it thought it was in maintenance mode. So it was doing what it thought it should do. And so, you know, th- that's the thing, you know, and educating ourselves and saying, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm learning about these foods. I'm learning about, uh, you know, how my body accepts food and, and when things are causing inflammation is so important. I think it's so important that knowledge is, is power. And, and there's no, you know, there's, there's no one size fits all when it comes to, to our health journey. There are certain things that I don't eat. And so, you know, if someone says, okay, well, you know, you need to up, up, you know, up your protein. So make sure you're eating plenty of pork and beef or eating a lot of beef. And I don't eat beef. So now it's like, okay, so now what? So, you know, there are always going to be some dynamics in your wellness journey that you have to bring to the attention of the person who is helping you so that that way they're giving you the best advice 
on what it is that you can do as part of your journey. There's too many variables, uh, you know, with things that people don't eat, can't eat. Some people are, you know, lactose intolerant. Some people, you know, have an aversion to gluten and all kinds of things. We have so many things now that 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 uh, affect our wellness that there's no one size fits all. So that that, you know, becomes the challenge. And we really have to educate ourselves, you know, and not just in that realm, also in our physical realm, like with exercise. Like I said, I used to run, walk on, on my treadmill for 45 minutes. And then when I got diagnosed with spinal, spinal stenosis, I couldn't get on my treadmill anymore. So I had to look for, okay, what's the option or what's the equivalent to me running on my treadmill for 45 minutes? What's something that I can do different? Then I learned I didn't even have to be on there that long. And that I was doing a whole lot of you know, cardio and, and not enough strength training. There's so many dynamics to this wellness journey. And if you just don't, if you're just not educated, you don't know what to do, right? Absolutely. And I think, you know, kudos to you um, for really continuing to research and find an answer because without you doing that, your viewers would not have the wealth of information that you're bringing to them. And, you know, not even that, but like you would just still be plateaued and- right. And that's the thing. It's, it's understanding to recognize your limitations and ask for help beyond your limitations. You know, there's always something you can be learning always something. Um, you know, I'm a power lifter. I do competitive powerlifting. I have a coach for that. You know, I have a coach because I recognize, I don't know everything that goes into it. Um, especially when I first started powerlifting, it was like, I'm not getting into this by myself. Like right. I've got to have a coach and, right. you know, I still have a business coach and a health coach and all of that, you know, it's all just a part of the continued journey. And I think the, the aspect of coaching is undervalued a lot of times mm. because people don't see that it's okay right. to ask for help. You know, you're not expected to do it on your own. You shouldn't be, you know, it's, it's a long, lonely journey. If you're trying to do it mm. on your own, it not to say it can't be done, but it's so much more fun when you have that person that you can just go to and be like, Hey, what about this? You know, mm -hmm. or, Hey, give me some strategies for this. And it's just, and also just someone to celebrate with you, because I know I get to celebrate with you every morning <laughs> and it's amazing. Yes. yes. And that's one thing I want to say, you know, the accountability piece is huge. You always want to have somebody who is there, like you said, to cheer for you, someone there to answer questions for you, because yes, we're in the information age and there's a whole lot of information out there, but how do we, how do we weed out those things that are not true or that are not quite accurate? You know, cause people are going to, they're going to be people who are, who are going to say things that you want to hear. And so they're going to just provide information. And you're just going to be like, aha, you can keep researching till you find somebody who agrees with you. And then you're thinking, oh, okay, yeah, th that's what I'm supposed to do. Instead of somebody saying, mm, not quite. And so it is important for us to have someone who, number one, like you said, who is knowledgeable about what it is that you're doing. Number two, who has experience in, in, in or has experienced what you have. You know, the, the blessing in having you as a coach for me is that you've been through this. You've lost 113 pounds. You can show me better than you can tell me, you know, I, I can see the results. And so that's something that's critical. I think that that's important for, for, um, you know, people to consider when they're looking for a coach, has that person experienced that you wouldn't go to a marriage coach, uh, you know, you, or you wouldn't hire a marriage coach who's been single and never, ever was married or in a relationship. They may be able to tell you some things as far as context textbook wise, but can they tell you real life wise? And so I think it's important, you know, to make sure that that person knows, you know, or, or can, can speak from experience. And then you want to make sure that that person also can, can hold you accountable. And, and the one thing I have to say, I have to say kudos to you, Carly, because every morning I check in with you and, and I'm able to share my wins and I'm able to share, you know, the things that I'm eating and, and, and we can have a conversation and I can ask questions. And that's so vital has been so vital in my journey to be able to do that. So I have to give you a shout out for that and say, thank you so much for that, because it, it really helps me to be able to move forward, you know, and, and yeah, there's always somebody watching or somebody holding you accountable, not just not, not to beat you up, but to, to cheer you on. And that, and that's so critical. Like you said, a coach is necessary for everything. Just like our athletes, without their coaches, they couldn't just continue to compete by themselves. Who's there to push them? 
who's there to tell them what the next step, step is. So it's important to have somebody in your corner. So, you know, I'm blessed to have you. And, you know, that's, that's one thing that people need to do. Start looking for someone who is knowledgeable about what it is that you want to do and start shadowing them and following them and, and confiding in them and asking them questions so that you're where you need to be. Absolutely. Thank you. Oh my goodness. How humbling, but you know, and that's truly, you know, with my behavior background, that's really having somebody plugged in like that. That's how you create new habits. When we change our behavior, because behavior that receives attention is behavior that's repeated. You know, I know you've heard me say that in our classes the past couple of weeks. And I think it's just, it's, it's important to understand that. So we have to give attention to what we want to develop into a habit or what we want to see happen, you know, and that's just so much beyond just your physical transformation, but your spiritual and your mental transformation. You know, if you want to see that mental and spiritual transformation, you have to give attention to the positive things that are going on in the mental and spiritual aspect of your life. And so just understanding that too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so critical. Like you said, in, in our journey, we, we cannot move forward in anything that we're doing. If there's not some type of learning or education that, that moves us to the next level, you know, just like you said, you started out, uh, you know, as an athlete, and then, you know, you were able to, to be in a space where, where you were able to give guidance to others, you know, and other programs that you were involved in. And then, you know, you were able to, to set the example yourself and, and to have people see you doing, you know, like you said, power lifting and things of that nature. These are all things that, that are, are part of that journey or, or, you know, that take us from a space of not knowing into a space of knowledge where we can reach back. And that's a huge part of, of I know the simple fat burn program too, is our ability to give back. You know, and so, you know, talk a little bit about that, that whole aspect of, of, you know, moving to a space where we can give back. Absolutely. So I think, um, I was actually on another podcast several months ago and, um, she asked me, I, I, I will never forget this question because it was so eye opening, and the words just kind of came out of my mouth and it was just like, oh my goodness, right. a light bulb. But so she was asking me, she said, you know, when you got to your goal weight, she said, you know, I had lost, this was her personal journey. I had lost like 70, 80 pounds. And she said, when I looked in the mirror, I just didn't recognize myself. She said, did you go through that? And I said, well, no. And I got to thinking about it and I'm like, oh my goodness, no, I didn't because I was living as if I was already at my goal weight, which is a huge part of the simple fat burn program with the mental transformation and the scripting, the power of scripting, which is basically just, you know, a short lesson in scripting is just writing things down as if they have already happened. And so I scripted every day that I was at my goal weight. And so when I got there, it's like, well, yeah, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And so understanding that was so powerful and really allowed me to be able to even start helping people before I reached that level, because it was like, okay, well, I'm going to get there. There's no question about that. It's like, we're just, we're on the journey and I know what to do. And I'm currently doing it. I'm creating those new habits. I'm living it. And so being able to help people even before I reached official goal weight was just so cool. And even, you know, before I started actually coaching clients, people could see my transformation. And so that was one way of giving back without even really having to do anything. They would see it and they're like, oh my gosh, that's so inspiring. What are you doing? And just being able to share, Hey, I'm doing simple fat burn. And you know what? It works. And because it really tackles the whole thing. And I, I never, I knew how important the mental part of it was, but until I really had some struggles after losing the weight, did I realize like, Oh, I'm not going back. 
Like that old person, she does not exist anymore. This new version of Carly, like this is her, you know, no matter what happens, like my mental toughness is there. And that's what really was my biggest transformation out of all of it. Right. And and, and like you said, that's huge. The mindset is the huge part because like you said, for me, losing, losing the 61 pounds. And just like your, your, um, you know, the podcast host said that she didn't recognize herself. I went through that period as well. I'm like, I was like, Oh, who is that? Oh, wait a minute. That's me. And, 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 and getting to a space where you can embrace that is something that's challenging because I think we, we sabotage ourselves a lot, you know, because during that time of plateau, I could have gone back the other way. But I chose to try to push through and figure out what what I could do to get beyond that point. But then when I got to my first goal weight, and I've set another one since then, but when I got to my first goal weight, I was sitting there like, okay, now, wow, I I, I, you know, I didn't expect it. I didn't think about, you know, what am I going to do with all my clothes that don't fit anymore? I didn't think about, I didn't think that far because somewhere I think in the back of my mind, I didn't think that I was going to get there. And that's the interesting part about the mindset part. We push so hard to, to try to meet that goal. And then when we meet it, just like, oh, 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 now what do I do? <laughs> because, you didn't, because somewhere in your mind, you didn't think that you were going to make it. So just like you talk about that scripting and, and, and re- realizing that that's your truth and that this, this is, you know, I am that particular way. I am where I need to be. If we're not in that mindset, when we get there, we're going to be like, uh oh, now what do I do? Because that's what happened. It's only been within, I think, the last few weeks that I've been able to, to really embrace this new body that I'm in, you know, but had I had someone who was coaching me along the way who has gone through it, maybe I wouldn't have had that little experience to be like, oh, wow, you know, or I would have been a little better prepared for it. And I wasn't at the time. I was not prepared for it. I was looking around like, this is crazy. Now, what am I supposed to do? Oh, I'm supposed to change my clothes. How am I going to change my clothes? It got real weird for, for, uh, you know, a couple of weeks. And so it's like you said, it's important that mindset piece is huge because when you get there, it's like, okay, now what do I do? How do I maintain? Did I even think about how I maintain? So that's huge. It's huge. And I'm glad you all teach that. Yeah. And I think that's the missing piece to a lot of uh, people's struggles out there. You know, you've heard of the yo-yo dieting. And I think that's the biggest missing piece is living the truth and living your new and accepting that it doesn't matter necessarily what weight you are as long as you are healthy and happy and you are living where you need to be. And, you know, that's the biggest thing is achieving health, not just weight loss, but true health where you don't have to wonder, Oh gosh, what is the doctor going to say when I go in today? It's no, I'm excited to go get my blood work done because my doctor's going to say, girl, what are you doing? Or what have you been doing? So just, being excited about little things like that, where, you know, you don't even have to worry about it. You know, for a fact that you are living as the healthiest version of yourself. That's right. That's right. And that is huge. Again, huge. Our, our thing is to never put ourselves in, in a place where, where we're like, okay, I, I'm just getting to this goal. It's a lifestyle change. Yes. We have goals or, or milestones, you know, that we want to hit along the way, but it's still going to be that continued journey. And that's the part that, that, you know, where, where the routines and and the things start coming in, you know, uh, you know, let's talk about the documentation, because I think that that's something that's so important when you talk about simple fat burn and things like that, you know, I think in order for you to know where you're going, you got to know where you were and, and how do you do that if you have no point of reference? So talk about the tracking aspect. Absolutely. So tracking is so important. It's just, and I always really try to tell people, don't get so hung up on the number, just write it down, you know, write the measurements down because you have to know where you're going. You've got to see your progress because one, that's motivating in itself when you're seeing the progress. And so, you know, behavior that receives attention is behavior that's repeated. If we're not tracking, then we can't recreate the day where we woke up the next day and we weren't in pain. 
we didn't have to hit snooze a thousand times. You know, we got up and we were able to get through the day with so much energy. We didn't have that 2 p.m., 3 p.m. crash. Because if we're tracking, you know, so let's say I wrote down everything I ate the day before. And then the next day I wake up and I'm like, wow, I popped out of bed. I had the energy I needed. I was able to bend over and tie my shoes without getting out, getting out of breath. I didn't have that 2 p.m. crash. I can look back on what I did the day before and say, you know what? I'm going to recreate that day. Right. But if we're not tracking, we can't do that. And so we also, I always am a true believer in tracking your wins And no matter how big or small you perceive your win to be, because there are no, in my book, there are no small wins. Like you got out of bed today and you didn't hit snooze five times. Amazing. Maybe every day, you know, there's another principle of behavior that says past behavior is the best predictor of future behavior. Mm. Well, let's say every day this week you've hit snooze five times and then tomorrow you only hit it four Give yourself a win for that. Write that down because you're starting to change the narrative. You're changing that pattern. You're changing the behavior, you know? And so I truly believe in tracking the wins, whether it's you got in a smaller size, um, you got your workout in every day that you plan to this week. And if we're not tracking, we don't know. Right. You know, we just don't know. And so that's why tracking is so important because it helps keeps us, keep us motivated. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's wonderful, especially for a person like myself who travels, you know, for work, you know, I need to see how things look different when, you know, I'm preparing my meals as opposed to my meals being prepared for me. You know, there are certain things I do. So I know that, you know, there are certain adjustments that I have to make. And that's because I've gone back and I've looked at at my tracking sheets and seen that, okay, well, I noticed I need to do this or I need to make this adjustment when I travel, or I need to make sure that they don't put sauce on this because I'm noticing that my numbers are a little higher when I do this or that. It's important to be able to, to look back and just like you said, be able to replicate those days that, that look good. And I mean, and it was also significant even when I, you know, kind of fell off, you know, everybody goes and travels. They have special occasions. You have occasions, cake and cookies, or, you know, we're we're toasting to something that's happened for a family member or a friend. And and we may indulge a little bit. You know, it's it's important to to say, okay, yeah, I've indulged a little bit, but but now I need to get back on track. So I may see some changes and I may be like, well, why did I gain a couple of pounds? I can go back and look and say, oh well, remember you went to that party or remember something happened where you weren't able to eat uh, you know, what you typically eat, you know, so it's always good to have that point of reference. You have to have something to reference in order to, you know, to figure out why you're plateauing. And that's what I did because I was documenting things. I, I was able to go back and look and see, this is why I plateaued. Now I had the, the research behind it. Absolutely. And I think, you know, even going back to what you said, we self-sabotage so much, you know, and it's because if we're not tracking, it's so easy to forget about those three or four Hershey kisses you had the day before, you know, and it's so easy to forget. Oh, you know what? I did have that slice of cake that I wasn't planning on. And here's the thing. The beauty of simple fat burn is it's not a matter of what you can and can't have. It's just a matter of how much and how often. Yes. And that's what the true lifestyle, that's where the true lifestyle change comes in. Because, you know, somebody asked me the other day, they said, well, do you ever eat a cupcake, Carly? And I said, first of all, a thousand percent. Yes. Cupcakes are my favorite and such a bonus. If it has sprinkles on it, like, you know, I'm going to eat the cupcake, but I just don't bring them in my house. Because it's a matter of how much and how often. So, you know, I don't need them sitting on my kitchen counter because I'll eat them. And I know that about myself. And I know that about myself because I track. Right. I can look back and say, oh, those cupcakes were in here. Mm -hmm. I was eating one every time I walked by. That's right. That's right. You know, and that's the beauty of this program. It's like you can always plan for something. Just make it part of your plan that day. But understand that you may see some changes and that's why. And that's, again, going back to the education of it. Yeah, 
Yeah. And, and, and you make a, an excellent point when you talk about, like you said, bringing things into your home. You know, some of us don't have control over it. You know, we have, may have small children who have little snacks and things like that. We want them to have healthier snacks too, because just like your dad set the example for you, you want to be able to set, set the example for your children as well. So, you know, it's important. You know, some people say, oh, you know, I had junk food in my house. Okay, well, do we, do we want to set that tone for our children so that they become obese? You know, we may need to look into changing those things that we bring in for our family, but we know for our children, that's easier. It's a little, uh, you know, it's, it's not as easy, easily said as done when we're talking about other adults who may be in the home. They may be bringing things in and we're having to, you know, exercise some level of self-control about the things that, that we're eating. But yeah, we're going to try not to bring things in that are going to derail us. And I think that's a big part of the self-sabotage that we were talking about earlier too. What happens is you, you know, you bring those, those foods in, or you have a little piece of cake and then you just say, oh, well, not only am I going to have that cake, this cake would taste real good with some ice cream. Oh, you know, and then, hey, I got some, you know, put some whipped cream on the top of it. And then we go completely off track instead of just going a little off track. We tend to go overboard and just say, hey, I'm going to go for the win. Since the day is shot, I'm just going to go ahead and have everything instead of having just a little bit. So talk a little bit about that, the importance of portion control, like you were talking. Yeah, so, you know, portion control, our body, and I'm gonna just say, this is the only scientific thing I'm gonna say, our body can handle about one teaspoon of sugar per hour. That's four grams of sugar. That's what our body can handle. So if we overload it, that's where, you know, when our portions get out of control, our body just can't process it. It just simply can't. And so under, if we know that we can really make those educated and informed decisions and really understanding that, you know, when we focus on, you know, filling up and I've, I've taught you this, the crowning out principle, Yes. you know, we really focus on the good stuff first and then still put some of the other stuff on your plate if you want to, but eat the good stuff first. And understand where you struggle. So my strategy is a little bit different than my mom's strategy. And so my dad and I are very similar in what we like and don't like. And my mom is the total opposite. So my dad and I really love meat and protein and all of that. My mom doesn't love protein all that much, but she really enjoys vegetables. And so with her, I say, okay, eat your protein first make sure that you're getting your protein in and then eat the other stuff. And with me, it's like, okay, let me eat my green vegetables first because I know I'm going to eat that protein. Right. So, you know, just understanding that and just acknowledging. So recognize where your strengths are and where your areas of opportunity are, and then just build something around that. Mm -hmm. And so again, the crowding out principle, just fill your stuff up with the good stuff. And, you know, I wanted to, I want to share a quick story. Like you said about bringing the food into your house. One of my clients, she has seen massive success. She's lost 40 pounds in four months and she's just doing amazing. She was so worried when she started the program that it might just tear her family apart because she said, you know, they're not going to eat it They're, You know, it's just, it's going to be so hard. She's like, I'm just nervous. Right. And, but she, she was committed and she, she said, I'm, I'm doing it because I need to show up for my family. Mm. I need to be healthy for my family. And she said, Carly, I am in tears. I just saw her a couple weeks ago. I got to meet her in person for the first time. And, right. you know, she was almost in tears. She said, not only have I changed the way that I'm eating, but now my family wants to eat like I'm eating because they see how happy it's made me. They see the change that it's making. And so it's become a family thing. And she's like, I put some boundaries in place to begin with. And she said, it's not an issue anymore. And so that was such an incredible testimonial to what this program does, because like you said, your kids need to be healthy too. So yeah, absolutely. You're going to have some snacks in your house that are for them. Even Catherine talks about how she had this shelf in her pantry that was for her son. She just taught herself not to go there. Right. Right. 
But that's like you said, it's, it's important that we do that. And, and, and like I said earlier, you know, you can show somebody better than you can tell them. Some people need to see it. It's not just enough to tell them, but if they see it, they're going to, they're going to make that determination themselves and say, Hey, you know, I see that person's happier, healthier. They're moving around a little bit more. Hey, I want to do what they're doing. So it's not that we have to hit somebody over the head with what it is that we're doing. We can just show them through, through how we're li- by living by example. It you is. Know? And you know, it's funny because, so I wear an Apple watch and I share my activity with several of my friends. And it's so funny because I don't even think talking about leading by example, I don't even think about it, but they always say, oh my gosh, I put on my watch in the morning and it always says, Carly's finished an exercise. Carly <laughs> finished a workout. And because I work out crazy early in the morning, right, I just, right. it brings me joy to do that. And so I do, that doesn't yeah. mean that's right for everybody, right. but it was so funny because it was eye opening the other day. I had a friend send me a text message at like 7:45 and she said, "Hey, are you okay?" I said, "Yeah, why?" And she said, "Well, because I put my watch on and I didn't get a notification that you had finished a workout." <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I said I'm actually here now. Right. I had just gotten a little bit later start that morning, right. but it was right. it was eye-opening. It's like, "Wow, people are watching even when you oh, think yes. they're not." Oh, yes. Oh yes, that that that's the huge thing. You know, people will do that. You know, you you're you're sending an example. You're doing things. You're going about your business, but somebody is watching, always. And and you don't know if if you know your level of influence is something that's going to cho- you know that's going to challenge someone else to change the way they're living. So you know, it's wonderful that that we can do that. We can give back just simply by setting the example, by 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 living the type of life that we want to live, and just having other people observe it. You know, people are people watchers. They're looking and seeing what it is that you're doing, or if they notice something different about you, they're looking and say, "Okay, what is that person doing that's making them happier, or they're moving around a lot more? What are they doing?" And then they start digging, and then they start watching and observing. So it is important for us to you know set an example even in in our own journeys, you know, just by being true to ourselves. It's not that we're doing it for them. We're doing it for us, but it's, but, but the people who we're around, we, we influence, especially if they care about us, you know, especially if they're a family member, they love you, they respect you. And when you're setting that example, or when you're just living, like I said, your perfect truth, they're like, okay, I see, I see what you're doing. And and now I think I want to do the same thing too. So, I mean, that, that is just amazing. The journeys that, that we are going through are amazing. And I love that we're living it right now, that we're still living it right now. And so that's something that just tickles me and pleases me beyond anything to just know that we're, we're doing that. We're taking the steps to, to take care of ourselves and, and to be that example for others. So I love that. And, you know, I love the crowding out there. That is just, that was the biggest aha for me in this program thus far to just, just say, I'm not going to derail, you know, I've, I've, I've had a little something. Okay. And now I'm going to, to correct the rest of my day. I'm going to make sure that I have my water. I'm going to make sure that I have my vegetables. I'm going to make sure that I have everything that I'm supposed to have my proteins and, and my minerals and and my supplements. I'm going to have everything that I'm supposed to have for the rest of the day. That's so important for us to remember. So like I said, there are so many aspects of this program that have been instrumental in, in my successes so far and, and, and moving forward. And like I said, I'm looking forward to being, uh, you know, continuing in the program and eventually becoming a coach, you know, and, and so I know that this is going to be something that will be beneficial, not just for myself, but for, for those around me and for those who I will have, who will be my, you know, potential clients in the future. So just, you know, uh, in, in wrapping things up, talk to me a little bit about some ways that people can get started. You know, some people are just like, I don't exactly know what to do. For, what, is, what is a good starting point for people? I'm going to tell you, I want to share something that's probably going to be kind of unconventional. Okay. You know, people hear, um, you know, what do we eat? What do we do? But I really want to talk about the what we do and what we think aspect of it. And I want to talk about the importance of creating a solid morning routine. I am such a believer that once you develop a solid morning routine, everything else will fall into place. And so to get started, 
even if you just plan, if you can only give it five minutes, wake up five minutes earlier. I personally recommend starting at around 15 minutes if you can, but if that's too much, then start at five. But I'm going to go off the example of a 15 minute morning routine, a quick 15 minutes. And, you know, I got this idea from one of my mentors, Matt Scaletti. He wrote a book called the first 15 Mm -hmm. and it's all about creating an unstoppable morning routine. And we've implemented this into the simple fat burn program. It's like, if you do nothing else, start with your morning routine and build out from there, because what that does is it gets you prepared for the day so that you are not trying to catch up to the day. You've taken control the very first thing in the morning, and then you have your whole entire day planned out. So wake up, drink 10 to 12 ounces of water before you do anything else. Mm. I always have water on my nightstand. And so that's the first thing I do. I drink 10 to 12 ounces of water when I first wake up, Uh, then go splash some cold water on your face. And then this is my personal favorite part of my morning routine is my 30 to 60 second dance party. (laughs) Absolutely love it. You can do whatever music you want, whatever, just dance. Because what that does is it gets the blood flowing. It's the creative vibes going. And it really just puts you in a higher vibration and then top it off with a breakfast that is protein packed. So you know, eggs, egg whites, um, a vegan protein shake, whatever you can find, try to get at least 20 grams of protein, if not a little bit more. And so if you can nail down that morning routine, you are setting yourself up for so much more success throughout the day than if you're waking up and running out the door, forgetting to eat breakfast. And then it's just your whole day is chaos at that point. So if you can nail down and just commit to that first 15 minutes and even spend about two to three minutes, just in gratitude in the morning and just be thankful for stuff on a very large scale. So I'm thankful for my life, my health. I'm thankful for the opportunity to have an amazing day. That's it. I love that. I absolutely love that. That is wonderful. When you talk about that first 15, because it is, it's critical. Planning is huge. I know that everybody's a planner. Some people are like, well, you know, I'm just spontaneous. I live off the cuff. You know, but at some point you have to have certain things planned because when you don't, like, if, especially when you talk about meal planning, if you don't plan your meals, what tends to happen is you make a decision that you later regret because you're like, oh, I could have made a better decision had I thought about it, you know? And even if you're that person who lives off the cuff, you just say, well, you know, uh, you know, have some choices or have some things written down. Yes. And I want to just add, so that 113 pounds I lost, I don't love to cook. So I lost 113 pounds and I ate out probably 75% of the time. Wow. And so I just want to throw that out there where there's a will, there's a way if you are committed. And the way I did that was I had certain restaurants because I didn't always have the exact plan, but it was, okay, if I end up at this restaurant, this is what I ordered this one. This is what I order and knowing what I could do at different places. And I didn't have to think about it. So just, I want to add that in there. You can be wildly successful wherever you're at in life. You just have to make up your mind to do it. Absolutely. I love that. Now, I mean, and and like you said, that is critical. Just like you said, put it in your phone. If If you go to certain restaurants, already have in your mind that this is the best choice that I can make at this particular restaurant and you have it written down. So if you, you know, so yeah, you're off the cuff. You want to go and eat someplace that, that you haven't, you know, that you're not quite sure where you're going to eat. At least you have a list of things that you can eat if you should go to that particular place. And so I love that. I love that, that there's that flexibility because, because life is not always schedule. Life is not always going, things are not always rigid. So you want to make sure that you do leave a little wiggle room, you know, to be able to do things. And I think that's why this program is so wildly successful and why, why, why it will continue to be successful just for that reason, because there's a level of flexibility, but a lot of it involves our commitment, you know? So, I mean, it's a wonderful program. And, and I hope that we piqued the interest of many of you who are listening to, to, to try to find out about the program. So 
Carly, tell people how they can get in contact with you or how they can learn more about the Simple Fat program. Absolutely. So you can always go to simplefatburn.com, but also please feel free, reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook. It's just my name, Carly Brenner. And um, follow Simple Fat Burn on Facebook. We've got a lot of great tips on there. Uh, that's a wonderful place to get started and then just grow from there. Awesome. Awesome. And we'll make sure that we have those things listed in the description for the show when it airs that you'll be able to get in contact with them, simplefatburn.com and then on social media at Carly Grenner. So we'll be able to, to connect with her and to find out more about the program if you are interested. And one other question that I have for you, Carly, that I asked all of my guests with regards to the now, how are you living in this now, in this space that we're in, in this new space? Sometimes it's difficult for, for others to, to, you know, try to figure out, you know, how, how to navigate in this space. So what are some things that you do? So again, morning routine is huge. Living in gratitude and also just owning my expertise and owning my power and understanding that I'm doing the best I can and remembering that better is better. I love that. That's a powerful term. Better is better. So we do the best we can and we just try to make small improvements every day. Awesome. Awesome. Now, are there any other parting words that you'd like to give our listeners before you go uh, that, that can help them, you know, as they're looking forward in their journey? Absolutely. So I always like to tell people, you know, my story is such a success story with the 113 pounds, but I didn't lose 113 pounds. I always say I lost one pound 113 times. So just start, start where you are and just get a little better every day. There you go. There you go. Well, with that, Carly, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for being a guest. Thank you for talking about the program and sharing your personal wins. We appreciate that. I look forward to, you know, the future and what it holds for, for our relationship, for what it holds for, for the Simple Fat Burn program, for, for the personal, uh, you know, goals that you have set for yourself. And know that you're always, always welcome back to the show. You know, like I always say, you know, this is what's happening now, but there's always something happening tomorrow in the future. And so with that, I know that I'll definitely have you come back and, uh, you know, always know that you are welcome on the How Now podcast. And with that, I will say, so wrap it up for this edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. And until we see you the next time, I say peace. Bye, everyone.